Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host, Brian Lynch, and my guest for this week is Michael. This is minute number six, uh, and we are covering the runtime of five minutes and zero seconds to five minutes and 59 seconds. And uh, I suppose a certain number of microseconds. I don't know. I didn't split up the movie. It's so exciting to be here. Hi, Michael. Hi. (laughs) So happy to be here. So happy to be a part of this. What a great set of minutes we have been given we actually what a really... responsibility we have been given <laughs> we kind of looked out. i didn't listen to uh, uh last week's episodes have been uploaded i was kind of hoping to be the first ones to record so that we would set the tone and everybody else would be doing it wrong <laughs> oh i was just planning on like throwing out spaghetti at the wall just as far as like vibes just to see <laughs> and then i can claim that no matter what anybody else's vibe was i knew it I well, had said it. There I was, was an Easter egg. That's that's the. I think that's the idea behind the rotating host, right? Rotating host, rotating vibes. So <laughs> let's vibe it. Oh, hold on. I'm not out of it. Oh, that's going to be, you know what? i got to mm-hmm. write that down. Rotating vibes. <laughs> <laughs> rotating vibes. That's going to come up, but there's a spoiler involved. So I'll keep that <laughs> well, under my hat. Have to save that one for Friday. Because um, we did get a format. I don't, know, I don't know if they talked about this on last week. For all I know, they did. And this is boring to you, but... Uh, this is our vibes, so. <laughs> um, but I have not yet gotten out of the introduction section because we are supposed to describe the events of the minute, which thankfully are uh, pretty limited. Uh, we get Walt on the phone, uh, who's uh, arguing with his son Ransom, uh, who is not coming to this Let's Get Interviewed by Detectives Day that they are apparently having. Also <laughs> mentions that he missed the funeral and uh, the you know, mystery fans in the audience immediately go, oh. <laughs> how, how, uh, how mysterious. I love that this minute starts on the line. It starts on uh, Richard yelling the line, die up your own ass for all I care. <laughs> yes, that is uh, pretty wonderful. What a way to introduce a character and then also how this character talks to his son. <laughs> Yes, because technically we're we're kind of getting Ransom introduced at this point, but uh, we won't take that away from the people that officially, because I, th- I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of introducing this week. Um, uh, anyway, following that point, uh, a uh, uh, one of the cops sticks his head out the door and asks to see Linda, and uh, the lead detective, Lieutenant Elliot, starts recording as he begins interviewing her. Uh, and that's so- it, it's setting up the interview process. So. Yeah. So the um, so Trooper Wagner is the younger detective who comes out and gets Linda. That's played by actor Noah Sagan, um, yes. and Lakeith Stanfield playing Lieutenant Elliot. Who I there are a lot of amazing characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel that Lieutenant Elliot is a little um, underappreciated. He's a very nice. He's a very great character. The like, trouble I, that you get in a movie is sometimes when you have to be the normal person in an unusual <laughs> cast is like. Oh, that's like, that's the straight man. But he <laughs> nails it. Like, that's an underappreciated character type. And he, yeah. 
Yeah, he's... not just anybody can be the Zeppo. Like, <laughs> n- not not everybody can be the Zeppo Marks. You need to be mm-hmm. like a true type of actor to nail that role. <laughs> well, yeah, because after Zeppo left, they they were just they were constantly searching for you know replacement Zeppos and. All they got was the generic love interests that showed up in their movies, and they never quite had that same zest. Zeppo <laughs> could be Zep, funnier than Groucho. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. Zep, that um, scene—that's the scene in Animal Crackers when Groucho is dictating the letter. Zeppo is funnier than him. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's very hard to be the straight man, but still be like funnier than the people telling the jokes. <laughs> Well, this, and here's my, uh, my, uh, I'm going to put on my drama teacher hat for a second. Do you know what Zeppo's function was in the stage shows? Uh, you know I... what? If you had asked me this question while I was getting my theater degree, I could have told you in a second, but I swear <laughs> to God, I do not know. <laughs> uh, he was the understudy. Um, <gasps> when, when, if Groucho or, uh, Harpo or Chico were, uh, indisposed or, you know, had a night off or whatever, he would take over their part. That's why his part was a little more generic than theirs. Um, and Groucho flat out said that he was a better Captain Spaulding uh, when it came to Animal Crackers. So it's too bad none of that got on film. Why, we're, we're reviewing a, a different movie. So this is Mark's out. My... <laughs> um, this is hitting your I'm marks, done. the Marx Brothers podcast. I'd like to talk about this room, um, if we may, since I we're would, at this well, part. And... I, will, so... I will say, hold on real quick before we go, according to my little list here. Um, we should talk about the other actors first. Uh, I assume the folks before us already got their hands on Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, but mm-hmm. we do meet Don Johnson at this point, uh, playing yes. Walt. And uh, oh, he's so great! No, in this Richard movie. is Don Johnson, right? Oh, Richard is, I think, is that? Not... I... Oh no, no, you're right. I was, I was thinking wrong. Walt is uh, Michael Shannon. I think we get him too. Um, but yes, yeah. it's uh, it's Richard. Richard is Don Johnson. I'm a great oh. host. You're, no, you're doing wonderfully. Um, well, oh, so also it's a party scene. Like we're supposed to be introduced to like the cast of suspects. So mm-hmm. um, people are introduced without their names being introduced. Like I had to go back and write in characters' names at like when Walt. Well, yeah, because well, that's it, it, in in tomorrow's minute. Um, you know, here's here's our little tease. We're going to get into where uh, Michael and I have the privilege of introducing every goddamn character. <laughs> you're um, right. So, yeah. um, well, so, okay, this, about the room. Yes. Um, now we, now we can get into the room, now that we've mentioned Johnson. <laughs> first of all, just as a set perspective, I love a giant library. I love a giant dramatic library so much. I'm so weak for it in set design. <laughs> um, but what I want to talk about specifically is the shape of the room and how it relates to the uh, Thousand Knives mural that's behind everybody in the interview, um, which also serves as like a, a target for like, oh, who who murdered somebody? But also the room itself and the way the furniture is set around the room is also makes it a target that all kind of like converge on this one empty center. Mm -hmm. So the room itself is made of these props that are like weapons and dragons and dangerous things. And it's an interesting way to design a room where everything is pointing in sort of like an X formation towards the center. Um, When normally if you had a big library like that, you might like, oh, which one's the east window? Let's maybe put everything more towards that for the lighting. So I just Mm -hmm. thought that that was a really interesting choice with with the set to make it like, yes, Everything's a target. Pay attention. We're going to get to the center together. <laughs> it's really uh, an absolutely phenomenal set. And th- this is where we spend a lot of time in this movie because, 
you know, I'm not sure exactly how long the interview section goes on, but it's a decent whack of the first act of the movie. Um, And then, of course, this is the accusing parlor at the end of the film as well. It also sets a very um, comedic, it sets the right comedic tone for the movie because it is a murder mystery and people do die and that is very serious. But also it is at its heart a cozy comedy murder mystery. And we're meeting all these characters that are just kind of hilarious. Which, by the way, we are not technically introduced to a character, but we do meet a character's legs. Um, yes. Which, by the way, speaking oh. of this room and how everything kind of converges in this room, um, the knife mural is directly across from Benoit. Yes. His legs. <laughs> uh, because we do get... I'm wondering if anybody is like... I, I assume anybody listening to this podcast has seen this movie. Um, yeah, what an interesting cho- If you haven't, what an interesting choice you've made, and I'm fascinated by you. One of our guidelines here is to uh, not spoil anything too much far past this minute, but, I mean, we can say that this, these are Benoit Blanc's legs. Like, <laughs> even if you've only watched the trailer, like, it, me sitting in the theater watching this film, I'm like, ah, that's him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Of course, was instantly like, "Oh, there's Mr. Rachel Vice's legs." <laughs> Excellent. There is the pair of legs that is allowed to wake up to Rachel Vice every morning. The I did not know that actually. <laughs> oh yeah, they're super married. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, as married as a person can be, they're like super. I was going to say the, the standard amount of married, possibly. <laughs> no, because they're celebrities and they're oh, both so they're, um, they're from extra. the Uni- United Kingdom, so marriage is extra uh so this is yes uh ben Blanc, who you know we'll, we'll meet properly a little later he's played by daniel craig who you of course recognize from a kid in king arthur's court and probably some other movies <laughs> uh cowboys and aliens i think was oh, his magnum opus i that, believe that was indeed a magnificent octopus um the <laughs> cowboys and aliens a movie whose title is having more fun than the rest of it <laughs> what it promises are there cowboys check are they fighting aliens check there you go what more do you want (laughs) that is very true um well i kind of feel like we should get over to our daily question because you know we we are uh, trying to keep these episodes trim of course i don't know maybe every other episode is an hour long and we're going to wind up being outliers here but um (laughs) the uh try to keep it at a reasonable listenable length (laughs) The uh, uh, you know the the scene itself is largely set up, and I'm I'm kind of excited to get over to the next bit. But uh, the, since we did uh, mention this, I did want to jump into this. Uh, did you see this film in the theater uh, in the I, cinemas? I actually did. This was actually the last film I saw in theaters before um, before quarantine hit. Actually, oh, wow, that's that's a while back. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I, I was over Thanksgiving and I was doing that thing, you know, when it's like two days after Thanksgiving, but you're still on vacation and nobody mm-hmm. knows what to do. So we're all just going to go to the movie theater. <laughs> there you go. You know, age old tradition. So yeah, I went to go see it and actually, um, well, during it, nothing bad happened. Everything turned out right. But there was like a, a very, um, a family emergency that had happened while I was in the theater and I keep my phone off in the theater as of course, all patrons you're, should. You're a good person. <laughs> yes, because I wasn't raised by jerks. Um, anyway, so no, I uh, uh, Excuse that. me, we're, uh, we're not allowed to swear on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such language. 
No, I'm so sorry. I've, I, I'll leave. I'll show myself out, and I'll apologize to the children. But yes, to the answer your question, who love I, just, out. I hardly ever see a movie in the theater. I was very happy to see this one because um, it was one of the rare movies that comes out, and I was like, this needs to be in my eyes immediately. As soon as this can be projected onto my eyeballs is not soon enough. <laughs> That is, I uh, yeah. I see it again, too, actually, but then uh, that didn't happen because movies leave the theaters a lot faster these days, too. They sure do, and they did. I would <laughs> actually say this I saw this movie in theaters before it was in theaters um, because uh, there was, a, like, they had, like, a preview week, like, two weeks before it was released. And uh, one of the preview theaters was close enough to me. And so I was like, uh, likewise, I had seen the trailer and I thought, well, this needs to get in my eye holes as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I sat there and it was, it was two um, sort of like uh, um, audience experiences that I had in theaters, like around the same time as each other, um, yeah. were the uh, where every single person in the audience was like, absolutely on the same page feeling the same emotion were this and cats <laughs> well what two total opposite ends of a spectrum because <laughs> in this one and it was clearly like we were all like the people who wanted to see knives out because we had seen the channel like we will we will not let the internet spoil a mystery for us we're seeing this at the first possible occasion and we were like edge of our seat excited and then in cats it was more of a what <laughs> so weird fever dream we all agreed we didn't want but then also all saw together uh we're not up to plugs yet but i definitely uh did talk about cats for 14 weeks on my other podcast so. <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll put a pin in it we'll get back there we'll get back to that we'll get back to that on plugs day actually uh oh i'm a, a hoster allowed to plug on monday i'm still looking at my little guideline here but uh yeah no i uh, i went back and i saw it again because um uh, ryan johnson did an in-theater commentary like he just like released a free commentary on his website <laughs> so you've and, got like you've got the skinny i mean not mm-hmm. on these exact five minutes but you did at one point here director's commentary exactly i was sitting there watching it, it was uh, you know he just said like go into the theater quietly and politely with the brightness turned all the way down, take out your phone, put on your headphones and start playing the commentary at this exact moment. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was really awesome. I think he's done that for all of his movies, except maybe star Wars, which probably has some, uh, well, the... yeah, I, I don't think the yeah. mouse will allow you to do certain <laughs> I don't like think you're legally allowed to uh, do that kind of thing, but for his others. <laughs> Uh, well, that actually does uh, more or less bring us to the end. Did we have anything else to cover about this minute particularly? Or shall we uh, uh, well, call it 15 minutes and, uh, well, first of all, plug ourselves. Sure. Right, that's, well, that's a bad way of putting it. <laughs> you know what? You should listen to my podcast. It gets worse. <laughs> um uh, the last line, I think we were so we're supposed to say the first line and the last line of dialogue oh, in this minute. Yes, minutes, uh, we did cover the first line. Yeah, <laughs> celebrate your father's eighty-fifth birthday. And that's where yes. the minute ends. So that's where we ended. If you are the speculative weirdo who is watching this movie for the first time, minute by minute, along with this podcast, um, and if you are that person, sorry, we told you whose legs those are. <laughs> But don't worry, you didn't, you're not going to be ruined. No. Like. <laughs> you will find out. 
I'm loving this this hypothetical person that I'm imagining because now I'm thinking also like they don't know what the movie is and they just came across the podcast randomly. <laughs> it's like whose legs are those? Maybe they're just Who like a is Rachel Weiss married to. Maybe they're just like a knife enthusiast and they were looking for a podcast about knives. <laughs> Maybe they were out of knives and they were trying to figure out how to get more. So. <laughs> oh, that's not Google. That's podcasts. Well, on the other hand. <laughs> You know how you mix up a search engine and an auditory medium, like, all the time? All the time. Uh, so, uh, yes, what is, uh, uh, what is your, uh, you, you said you had a podcast of your own. Please plug yeah. it for the audience. So, I'm Michael. You can find me online at Madam underscore Michael on Twitter. That's Madam underscore Michael on Twitter. And every Tuesdays, I co-host a podcast called K-Bay Podcast. That's K-B-A-E Podcast. Um, where we watch Korean dramas and then we talk about them. Um, and it's got a mature and older rating. So if you're under 18, please don't seek out my podcast. Please, <laughs> it's not for you. I really don't want you there. And you don't want to be there. Yes, and I, uh, under the handle of the Mayor of Christmas, host uh, Tinseltown, the holiday movies podcast, where... Myself and a rotating selection of co-hosts will review Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, and New Year's movies. Um, and we technically try not to curse, and I use a jingle bell sound effect to cover it up 80% of the time. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> when, when I can. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, for uh, Christmas, it's a jingle bell. For New Year's movies, I use the sound of a party horn. Uh, and then <laughs> in a weird running gag that I, I has very clearly been forgotten by most people um, for Thanksgiving, I use the sound of Michael Gambon yelling about pork pies from the movie Squanto, A Warrior's Tale. Wow, so, what a deep cut. <laughs> it's, yes, Squ Squanto, a very bad movie that for the podcast I have had to watch three times. Oh no, that sounds awful. <laughs> First one didn't take, second one was a solo episode, and I've been re-recording my early solo episodes with podcasts, so third time is the last time. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Um, don't forget to check out this show at Knives Out Minute on uh, Twitter, and of course, rate, review, subscribe on whatever uh, podcast interpretation device program you choose. I don't like the word podcatcher, and I decided I'd come up with something else on the fly, and that was a bad idea. <laughs> You know, improv. Sometimes it works. Sometimes <laughs> you just hope that the editor cuts it. Uh, yes, indeed. Well, Michael, I will see you tomorrow for uh, the party scene where we're going to have a lot of names to say. Yep. All right. I'll see you then. <laughs>